A few weeks ago, I had this strong urge to use this time of quarantine to reach out to my neighbors, to pray with them, and to love them with the love of Christ. Our family has made a connection with many of our neighbors, but not all of them, and this opportunity to connect with them during this time of quarantine seemed too great to pass up, and it was something that was on my mind every day, something that I believed the Holy Spirit was asking me to do. However, day after day, I kept putting it on the back burner, telling myself that I would get to it after I had finished this or doing that. But every night, I'd have that same nagging feeling, like something was left undone, like I hadn't really accomplished the one thing that God was asking me to really do. Have you ever had an experience like that? A time when you knew the right thing to do, and maybe God himself was asking you to do this thing, but the busyness or the demands of life kept you from doing that one thing, that most important thing. It was almost as if my days were being run by a master outside of myself, and I was only a servant to the demands of that master. The truth is, we are all servants to a master. The question is, which master are we choosing to obey? to ask myself, who is the master of my day? Am I prioritizing my day in a way that reflects the true love and desires of my heart towards Jesus? Am I listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit, or am I listening to the voices of getting stuff done, completing my checklist, if I don't, who will, or I got to get ahead? I invite you to consider with me, who is the master of your day? Who or what are you entrusting your time to? As you take a moment to ponder those questions, I want to invite you to listen as I read Matthew 6, starting in verse 25. Therefore I tell you, don't worry about your life, or what you will eat, or what you will drink, or about your body, or what you will wear. Isn't life more than food, and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky, they don't sow or reap or gather into barns, yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you? You of little faith. So don't worry saying, what will we eat or what will we drink or what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all of these things and your heavenly father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be provided for you. Don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. There were a couple of parts that stuck out to me. The first was verse 28 through 29, Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labor or spin thread. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all of his splendor was adorned like one of these. 
You see, Solomon had mounds of material possessions and servants upon servants to get stuff done for him. And he still was not at peace and not fully trusting the goodness of God to provide for his every need like these wildflowers. As God began to open the eyes of my heart to this truth, I began to realize that much of my striving was in vain, for I had believed the lie that I could arrive at the end of all the demands of my life, that I could somehow work far enough ahead to then fully relax and then be able to get on to the more important things because, well, all of the necessary things had been completed. However, the truth is that there will always be the next thing that needs done. And just as God sustains us in the now, he will sustain us in the next thing. We must be obedient to the Holy Spirit in the now and trust the future to him. For me, my master was and often still is control and self-preservation. I think to myself, if I don't get this done now, it'll be torture later, or I just need to finish this one task and then I can relax and do what God wants me to do. Sometimes there are tasks that need to get done, and God's Word tells us to do all things with excellence, to be responsible, and to plan for the future. What God's Word does not say is to make these things our master or to avoid all other biblical commands and truths in the name of excellence, responsibility, or preparation. Like almost all things, there's a balance. Jesus is not saying here to cease working or stop trying but rather to trust his provision and goodness. In verse 32 and 33, Jesus says that our heavenly father knows exactly what we need. And his instruction to us is to seek first the kingdom of God. Jesus is inviting us into a place of trust, trust in God's goodness, trust in his shelter and provision, trust in him to know what we really need. Listen to the instruction of verse 34. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry about itself. The question in my mind became, do I trust God with my every day? And if I trust God in this day, why would I not also trust God with all my future days to sustain me, to fill me and equip me for the things that he's called me to do? If God through the Holy Spirit is asking you to do something or respond to him in a very specific way, he will equip you, he will sustain you, and he will provide for you as you need. His provision is not just given in the present, but also in the future. As our obedience to God is played out, the priorities of our day begin to reflect that which we say we love. We begin to trust God's sustaining presence and become free to honor God with our hard work and our obedience. Will you enter with me into a posture of prayer? I wanna invite you to pause, to slow down, and to talk to God for a moment. Father, your word pierces through the dark. Thank you for exposing the lies that I so often believe and reminding me to trust you with my present and my future. Open my heart to hear the voice of your spirit leading me, guiding me and instructing me so that I can respond in trust and obedience. You are the one who ordains my days and you know the many tasks that lie before me. You're not unsympathetic, but are kind to shepherd my heart towards the things that extend beyond the scene 
and satisfy beyond the temporal into the eternal. You know what I need, whether that is physical, emotional, spiritual, or mental. And you are not slow to meet me in those needs. Help me, Father, to trust your goodness and be obedient to your voice in every moment. May my days be lived in a way that honors you and relinquishes control of the now and of the future. Help me to trust and rely on your sustaining presence. Amen. This has been a production of Gospel Community Church. I'm Christiana Boyer. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to our podcast and give us your comments. If you want to reach out to us directly, email us at info at gospelcc.org.